0: The Cheyenne Show. Hello, everybody. I'm here with my special friend, Liam, and I'm excited to have him on the show. Liam, how are you?
1: Hi, everybody. Hi, Cheyenne. How you doing? <laughs> Great. Good to hear from you. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for having me on uh, such an eventful day uh, in the news cycle. I know it is very eventful. Um, it's
0: some big things happening. I wanna I, I actually originally recorded a podcast yesterday with a friend of mine, and uh, you know we covered some news stories. But once I saw this news hit the scene, I was like, I got to redo the podcast yeah. and re- release that later. So yeah. why don't you tell us what's going on?
1: I, I, I hear you. Uh, well, yesterday, uh, well actually two days ago now, uh, Trump, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, was indicted on campaign um, finance charges. Uh, We'll go over um, what he did and what he's being – what he was indicted for. So basically what happened is when Trump was running for president in 2016, uh, he decided that he wanted to tie up some loose ends. Trump had slept with a number of women – over the years, cheated on his wife with them, some of them porn stars, some of them Playboy bunnies. And these women had tried to go sell their stories before he actually ran for president, um, especially Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels had tried to go to, um, what's it called, TMZ and these media outlets, tried to sell her story to be like, hey, I had sex with Donald Trump. And um, nobody really cared back then because Trump was you know, the host of The Apprentice and they, everybody kind of knew he was a, uh, a womanizer, a ladies man, so the stories weren't worth much. But then when he decided to run for president, he'd, you know, he knew that those kinds of things could really hurt him in the eyes of the voters. So what he decided to do, he went to see his lawyer, who at the time was Michael Cohen, and he said, mm-hmm. hey, can we pay off these, this woman, Stormy Daniels, um, and the other woman, what's her name, Mick um, David or something? Um, I forget sure. the other woman's name. She's the Playboy Bunny. The The charges are after these two women, but people seem to only mm-hmm. talk about Stormy Daniels because she's the one that we remember. Um, regardless, they decided that they were going to give money to this woman, and the way they did it is Michael Cohen himself um, wrote her a check for $130,000 to silence her. So not a lot of money when you think about it um, with how much money Trump has and how much money you know these elections and things are worth. But he paid her off. He gave her this money. Now, the problem is, is that... That could be considered a donation to Trump's campaign, a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Since he's giving it, you know, from Trump to this woman, it's kind of considered a donation, and um, that is way over the amount that you're allowed to give to a political candidate. So it actually violates federal campaign finance laws. Um, and can that's explain, why. Th-
0: can you explain why that's a donation, though? Because it's not going to Trump; it's Trump paying someone else.
1: Right. But let's say let's say you um, you went out to dinner at a restaurant um, and you were running for president and you ran up a bill of, you know, you had drinks, you had steaks and you ran up a bill of a thousand dollars and then Mm. you left and Mm. I went in and I paid your tab at the at the dinner. Mm. That's, you know, since even though I'm not paying you, I'm paying off one of your debts. It's kind of like Mm. I'm donating to you. Right. So it's the same idea here.
0: So Michael Cohen donated this sum is what you're saying.
1: Correct. He donated $100, $130,000 to Trump. Now, the reason why everybody yeah. is saying this is a weak case, you've probably heard that a lot, right? Oh, they're bringing this charge. It's a weak charge. This is a weak case. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is because what they have to prove, what the, what the DA is going to have to prove here is that Trump paid off this woman, Stormy Daniels, because he was running for president right, because he was running for president and he would worry that it it would hurt him as candidate Trump. Because if Trump paid off Stormy Daniels just because, you know, he thought it would be bad for his personal brand, then it's not considered a campaign donation. Then it would just be Michael Cohen saying, Trump, you're my good friend, you know, this could cause you some trouble. I'm gonna pay off this porn star for you to keep her quiet. Then it's not illegal. It's only illegal if Trump did it because he thought he would hurt his campaign and then it Mm -hmm. makes it a campaign expense and then Michael Cohen paying it for Trump makes it a campaign donation, which makes it illegal. And that's going to be very hard for them to prove because you have to go inside Trump's head, and it, what this is what they call a state of mind. Um, what they have to prove is his state of mind. They have to prove no, no, you didn't, you didn't pay her off to protect your Donald Trump image. You paid it off to protect your 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 Donald Trump as a as a candidate image, right? And that's very hard to prove. Well, I mean, the whole thing happened in two
0: thousand six, right? But we're talking apparently. They, she got paid later on, is
1: what uh, exactly, you're to say. and that's what they're yeah. going to use to prove it because they're going to say, "Hey, look, if you wanted to pay her off as the man Donald Trump to protect your image, you would have paid, paid her, her off back ago. in yeah, back in 2006. Why did you wait until 2016 when you were running for president?" And the truth yeah. is that is probably why Trump paid her off because he was running for president. Because you know, um, Trump slept with a lot of women over the years. I'm sure he didn't pay them all 130 grand every time he would have sex with somebody, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the fact that you said I didn't really understand the whole thing until you said the donations thing that you made it very clear. But uh, just some things that um, I want to also cover um, some points is that apparently in 2018, Michael Cohen's own lawyer said that Cohen had paid for it personally without any instruction from Trump. So if he paid it personally, you know, that's without instruction from Trump, then that wouldn't be considered a uh, donation, would it? Because that and because after the facts Cohen claimed otherwise. I,
1: I, I think it I think it still might be considered a donation. I don't think you're allowed to give money to these people. Even if you say, Oh, they never asked me to do it, I, I still think it would be considered um, a donation. I don't think that's necessarily mm-hmm. the argument that they're gonna take. Now, Michael Cohen, I don't know if you know this, is in prison right now. He's in prison yes uh, f- yeah. for, for committing perjury. So he lied to Congress. So that's gonna be one of the points that's going to help the Trump campaign is they're going to say, Mm. look, this guy is not a reliable witness. Michael Cohen Mm -hmm. has lied before. And how do we know that he's not lying now about the the terms of this agreement? I mean, neither is Stormy Daniels on her uh, front. I mean, we all remember the Michael Avenatti,
0: that lawyer, the porn star lawyer. Everyone used to make fun of him. He's also in jail now for fraud.
1: Right. Well, he defrauded his client, Stormy Daniels, right? He stole money from her. Yeah. You know, I think about your earlier point, maybe maybe it wouldn't be because if Trump really had no knowledge of it, then I guess he couldn't be held accountable for it. But the idea that Trump didn't well, know the, the, about the this is is, clearly is BS.
0: Yeah, well the argument is that what Michael Cohen did is like uh, you know, Trump was probably like get this out of the way, like you know, I want to be for me take care of this for me. And Michael Cohen probably, you know, he, he's like, he didn't want to go through all the process. So he's like, okay, so it's just better to pay her than to go through all these legal stuff. And uh, I mean, he just probably invoiced Trump, you know, for the amount plus what he paid stormy Daniels. That's what I think maybe could have happened. Right. You know, but, uh, essentially just to reiterate this for people, this is all about hush money to porn star, uh, And, you know, businesses do this all the time. It's called an NDA, right? Non-disclosure agreement. And the fact that, you know, that this is what's going to take down Trump is kind of mind-boggling. Because apparently this guy, the DA, Alvin Bragg, was handpicked by George Soros, who also controls over 2,000 DAs around the United States. And his whole campaign was that he was going to, you know, try to indict Trump. So he was running for da just to do this so it's 100 percent politically motivated and people are trying to say no well listen you know if trump did actually something criminal then he should be held accountable i agree everyone should be held accountable if they do something criminal but we can't turn a blind eye on you know all the past unlawful things that previous presidents have done which they you know they haven't been charged for we'll get more into that but uh, yeah, I, I think... mean, you,
1: but you, you, you brought up the, the political motivated point when it be acted a poll recently and they said, do you think the Manhattan DA's case involving former President Trump is mainly motivated by politics or motivated by upholding the law? Uh, 62% of Americans think that it's motivated by politics. Only 30% of Americans yeah. believe that it's motivated by the law. So, you know, those aren't great numbers. I think a lot of people think that this is politically motivated. I think even people on the left think it's politically motivated. But from talking to Democrats, even just recently in the past couple of days, what their point seems to be is, well, Trump has committed so many crimes that... <laughs> You know I know that this one is a weak crime, and I know that you know i 'm surprised that this is what he 's going to go down for, but if this is what it takes that 's fine he 's done so much he 's committed so many crimes that you know whatever they commit him for he d- he belongs in jail um, that that seems to be the argument uh, over on the left now, you bring up this fact that he, um, alvin Bragg the d a is a Democrat, and this is politically motivated and all that stuff. The interesting point here, if we can get into this in, in my mind is I think it is obviously politically motivated right everything comes back to politics Um, you know you have Trump being charged with this crime that like you said was investigated you know district attorneys are supposed to see crime happen right police bring them crimes they say look you know the FBI local police department we found this crime now you need to charge this person instead Mm -hmm. the way it worked here is here is a person look into them with a fine-tooth comb and see if you can come up with any crimes that's not usually Mm -hmm. how a district attorney operates it starts with a crime And then you find out who committed it and how we can charge it. In this case, it was start Mm -hmm. with a person and let's find a crime. But with all of that said, the point that's interesting here is if this was politically motivated by Democrats, which angle are they trying to take? Do they want Trump indicted and charged um, because they want to get him out of the political landscape they want to say look this person can't be the nominee can't be president because he's been charged with a crime he's a criminal or are they making the same play that they made in 2022 during the midterms are they trying to get trump charged to rile up his base so that trump will be the nominee because they believe that they can defeat trump right which one is it are they trying to get him charged so that he's a criminal and he can't run or are they charging him to get his base riled up so that people will make him the nominee he will become the nominee and joe biden can defeat him again like he did last time
0: yeah i i think that they probably want trump out of the picture they don't i think they see him as a threat especially with you know the person they picked right now joe biden no one could say he's a good president not even a person who's voted for him i mean uh the guy could barely communicate he's always having these mistakes he's call, he says china instead of canada he he's not the real president and and the fact that this is the state that the united states is in right now i think a lot of people would rather have trump than joe biden because look he's an asshole but at least you know he he's in control he's not uh being controlled
1: i think that's I'm, i think that's wishful thinking a little bit i would argue that it's the second part i think that democrats want trump to be the nominee because they believe that they can defeat him don't forget trump lost to joe biden before any of the january 6th before any of that people voted trump out simply because they didn't like the way that he was running the country they didn't you know he took a lot of blame for the pandemic whatever the reason was joe biden won that election the question is Four years later, will people who voted for Biden last time turn around and vote for Trump? And if so, why? Mm-hmm. Why will they change their vote? Because mm-hmm. uh, because um, they think that Trump was, was wrongfully um, charged with a crime, <clears throat> you know, politically motivated Democrats. And now they want to get them back and, and vote for Trump. I don't see that happening. You're going to well, need like, Biden supporters to flip and vote for Trump. And I don't see that happening. I think we're just in kind of a different time right now than we
0: were back then. I think institutional trust has gone way lower trust in the mainstream media has gotten way lower and the fact that Trump is kind of like the antithesis of all those things all all those institutions people are more likely to think oh maybe you know there's a reason why they're going after this guy there's a reason why and i mean you speak to most people nowadays and you talk about Trump like i mean it depends on who you talk to obviously but they it's not like he's, he's still Hitler a racist or whatever. You, because you could dismantle those arguments pretty easily. What you know, out of like five minutes of research, like he at, he isn't a racist. He said illegal immigrants, whatever. We don't want to get into that. But the fact is that I think um, you know Trump is kind of like Bill Maher was saying it actually the other day. He's like a warrior. He's a guy who who said that. You know, whole thing where he's going to they want to get through to you, but they're going to have to get through me. You know, I'm in the way. Right. People like that about him. People like that. He's like a guy who can go, you know, to um, Ohio when there's a huge chemical disaster and talk to people and, you know, go to the McDonald's, order the food and talk to anybody. While Joe Biden is like this guy in his ivory tower who's being led around. You know, we don't know what's going on with Joe Biden while and with Trump, you kind of see everything you get. Right, yeah, but, he fucked like, the porn star, but whatever, you
1: know. Right, but again, you're, you're you're talking about his base, right? His base is the one who smiles, laughs, and lo- you know, clutches their pearl when he when he goes and buys the burgers. They they love that about him. This is again, this is going to rile up his base. But the question yeah. is, people who vo- there are people out there who voted for Trump in 2016 against Hillary, but then in 2020 voted for Joe Biden. The question is, are yeah. those people going to come back to Trump? That's what he needs them to do. And mm-hmm. I, I, I see that as a hard sell with everything that's happened, right? Mm. I think he really hurt himself with those people. Again, with January 6th, with January 6th, he but January doubled, 6th he now doubled now we're down seeing, with his base. He doubled down but with his forget, base.
0: Don't no, forget, there's only 88,000 people as we speak right now watching CNN. Right. No one I, watches CNN. They, <laughs> Their trust has gone so low. But when you look at Fox, it's I think they're in the millions, right? They're, right the right, number one I'm... show on television right now is Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> Not fucking, you know, the Tonight <laughs> Show. Is it really? He's more uh... than Tucker Carlson now? Okay, no, but I mean uh, Tonight Show. Out of all the show, comedy okay. shows. No, no. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you guys, but I got to tell you about this software called Stream Studio. Stream Studio is the best software I've ever used to make any podcast. And guess what? You don't even have to download it. You can do it from your internet browser. Just as easy as that all you need is an email and then you'll get a code once you put it in and then bada bing bada boom You can start your own podcast Liam my good friend here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about stream studio? and How great it is
1: stream studio is amazing. It's changing the game Um, You know, you can become a you can become a media company in less than one minute
0: Mm -hmm. You can become a media company in less than one minute all you know, content is king nowadays. So if you don't have your own podcast, if you don't, if you're not speaking, you don't. Even, you could just be an individual, and you can have an interesting voice. Take advantage of the times we're in because you can have access to millions of people with your voice, and Stream Studio can be that uh, for you in less right. than one minute. In less than one minute.
1: No, I, I agree, but again, I'm not talking yeah. about specifically what. Um, you know, that January 6th maybe wasn't what we thought it was and everything. I'm talking about Trump's behavior. Trump coming yeah. out like a baby and saying that he didn't win and it was a big fraud. And I think he burned a lot of bridges, right? Those people that turned around mm. and voted for Joe Biden when they had voted for him, I think they were like, wow, I think we'd made the right move here because look at the way he's acting now. Uh, you know, yeah. I think it would have been different if Trump would have been like, well, you know what, I lost the election. We'll try again in four years. Um, you know, the the media was able to lie about me and and, and say that the pandemic was all my fault. I did my best. I'll see you all in four years. Then he would have been charged with this crime. He would have looked even more like a victim, right? But Mm -hmm. now his image, I think, is tainted. I'm not sure. I mean,
0: I personally, like, you know, I I don't know how, because he's been so in the shadows of his truth social. We don't know too much. We don't hear too much about him. But this is going to give him a lot of steam. And it, I think it, it definitely it is backfire. going to give him
1: steam with his base. I I, I worry about uh, DeSantis. You
0: worry about him rec- recruiting people. You're saying,
1: yeah, yeah I, you I worry about know, him getting people think. to come back to his to his side. Because again, Shine, what what do people worried about? They're worried about their kids. They're worried about the price of gas. They're worried about the price of groceries. Do they really want to get Do they really want to get back been, in on this thing with the with the Trump and his ch- being charged and and I get, think you know if I mean? Trump
0: runs it's not just about the character it's also about what they're saying you know if trump is running on the fact that look the past 4 years it's been terrible for the working class people can't afford to buy groceries people can't afford to live their rent day to day they're working day to day and you know remember me remember me when we were living in you know 2016 to 2020 those were good years right and i think a lot of people remember those years nowadays it's tough out there it's not easy to get by and i'm sure you know this it's people are suffering and i think the politics and stuff people are just tired about it and you tried the the russia witch hunt and it didn't work now people are kind of wised up that okay this is just another one of those just like leave us alone we don't care about your stupid media semantics give us someone who you know could you know is competent And, you know, that can actually we're in the Ukraine war, too, right now. You know, it's not just about the character. It's about what they've done and what they've done through their administration. I think a lot of people, you know, they don't they don't like Trump as a person, but they can all agree that the foreign policy under Trump was probably a little bit better than than what it was under Joe Biden right now, because. There's billions of dollars being sent to the Ukraine, and you know the country is falling apart. People are homeless on the street. There needs to be some sort of, you know, when you when when you run for president, when you're giving all these promises and you're saying things are going to be perfect, there needs to, you need to give back a little bit. It's not just about Joe Biden looks good and you know he's with uh, he's the mainstream candidate, he's a Democrat, and Trump is scary and he's hiding. It's more about a person's life and how how they're living. You know,
1: right, but. But you're giving them, by having Trump as the nominee, you're giving them a lot of ammunition that you wouldn't be giving them if you had DeSantis. If DeSantis okay. is the DeSantis nominee, is they're going yeah. to try DeSantis. and yeah. say that he's, cr- that he's just, actually, DeSantis is worse than Trump. DeSantis, actually, actually, he's worse than Trump, right? They're going to try to do that, but I don't know that the American people are going to buy that. And all of the arguments yeah. that you just said are going to play a lot better and are going to be a lot easier from DeSantis because Imagine a debate stage between between Biden and DeSantis mm-hmm. He would wipe the floor with him because what is what is Biden going to throw at DeSantis Th- that, yeah. he, that you're hey, you're a crazy guy worse than Trump. I mean, he's been running the state of Florida. so but with Trump, he's gonna throw January six at him. He's gonna say yeah. in his final statement, look, folks. Remember back to that day, January 6th, when they stormed the Capitol. That's not really what you wanted. You know what I mean? And that that message, whether you believe it or not, is going to play with um, regular Americans. Now, last night, Trump was at a dinner at Mar-a-Lago. He was kind of doing business as usual. I'd say Trump then stayed up until the early hours sharing interviews and messages from pundits and politicians outraged at the indictment he said so sad at 2:20 a.m sharing a poll that suggested <laughs> a majority of people think the case against him is motivated by politics and not the law his last post was just before 3 a.m uh he suggested that prosecutors should be looking at president biden's troubled family instead he tweeted where's it's hunter true. at 3 a.m it's true um and then he went to bed but then got up four hours later and he was back on truth social um oh so it looks like he's not getting very much sleep he's probably Worried about Mm -hmm. this now. What's looming with this now? Trump is going to have to go and turn himself in in New York. Um, Mm. Normally, what they would do is they would do an extradition. It would be a warrant for him, and he would be arrested. Mm -hmm. But you know, Trump's lawyers have said that they're not going to do any of that. They're going to go to New York. They're going to make this peaceful. Trump's going to turn himself in, but he's going to have to go into that uh, courthouse and he's going to have to get fingerprints. And there's going to be a mugshot. And that Mm -hmm. mugshot, you know, just like Elvis Presley's mugshot, is going to become. A very, Pablo Escobar. It's yeah, going to be it's, iconic. It's going to be iconic. That picture is going to be everywhere. And, you know, people who are living through this moment in history, you know, it's going to be everywhere. And I'm going to right buy
0: a T-shirt of that mugshot because <laughs> Trump is the, I, you know, I, I, I was talking about this yesterday with... Uh, jake but i feel like you know the more and more as time goes on things are becoming more centralized and you're losing more freedom through you know all this internet the government and it's it, it just feels like you know he was one of those last cowboys who is kind of standing in the way of all that you know what i mean i'm not saying we're gonna live in tyranny and stuff but on the path we're on right now it does seem like that's kind of where we're headed unless people like trump and other people who speak out you know are vocal but we see the consequences of, of people like that. Like Andrew Tate, for example. You might not like him uh, as a person, but there was no evidence about what happened, what he was accused about. And they keep extending. 30 days in jail, 30 days in jail. It's almost been like five months. Mm. So it almost seems like a war against people who are loud and vocal. Um, and if they can't censor them because of their base, they're, th- the next big thing is to throw them in jail and uh, to shut them up. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's just... I I, I really, you know, I'm a person who's hopeful for the times ahead and I'm obviously, you know, this is what I feel like it's just going to be a war a bit, you know, culturally or I don't know about like people on the streets or whatever, but he's a fighter man and people kind of recognize that and that mugshot will kind of be symbolic about like, you know, I was the guy who's trying to fight for you guys and the the reason why they have a mugshot is because I fucked a porn star And I try to pay her off to not talk about it, you know, that's right. that's where we're at But I just want to quickly go over some of the stuff that presidents in the past have done that didn't, that didn't Well, get can I can I just
1: say one quick thing before you go into that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I just want to say that living in this time it's interesting when you look at the historical context because I always look back at times in history where mm. there were bad people doing things, where there were repressive mm-hmm. regimes, and you always say to yourself, like, why were, those, why were the other people bad? Why, why did they go along with this stuff that was bad? You know? Yeah. And it's really hard for you to understand that. But what you mm. see now is that both people on both sides think they're completely right. People on mm. the left think that Donald Trump is a, is a criminal who, you know, did a violent insurrection, who lied multiple times, who colluded with Russia, who, you know, committed voter fraud, whatever you want to say, all this stuff, and that he belongs in jail. And that if he is not charged and not put in jail, that it's a huge miscarriage of justice. And then on the other side, yeah. you have a group of people that think that this man is completely innocent. And that all he's done is fight for Americans and that this is completely politically motivated. And if he is put in jail, then it's an example of the government tyranny locking up innocent people who go against the, the government. So what mm-hmm. it shows you is that when things are going on at the time, it's more complicated. It's not just right and wrong. We'll have to see yeah. who ends up on the right side of history. But for now, both, mm-hmm. both sides think they're correct. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
0: I agree with you. No, I agree. I totally agree. And just to kind of like go off of that... You talk about history and uh, people in those regimes that become t- tyrannical and oppressive. It's because originally something was morally correct and the person, the leader, the uh, whoever became in power kind of wrote off of that and said, look, we're going to fix things. We're going to make things better. And if you are in a place of chaos and someone says that and, and you trust them and they look like they, you know, morally like Joe Biden, for example, he's just an old man. You know, he cares about a her. Her little scooter or corn pop you know like he doesn't he seems innocent enough right Right. you're gonna give your trust to him and what ends up happening is there's more and more things that come out and more and more things they have to censor and if you go along with it your whole society just lives a lie and that's what kind of what happened in russia and china people just live a lie they 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 deep down they know something's not right, and it even goes on to the uh, family level too. People lie to each other. It just it's society built on lies. Mm. But um, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, or do you want me to go into the? Yeah, well, stuff I was going to say I had things. I had a, I
1: had a friend of mine who mm-hmm. um, went to see this woman at her house. And this woman, this poor woman, she had kids, she had grandkids, and because she refused to get vaccinated, her family doesn't want to see her anymore. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. won't let her see the grandkids. She's completely isolated, left at home. Uh, mm-hmm. She used to be part of a golf club. She re- uh, received a letter from the club saying that she had been expelled because she wasn't vaccinated. None of her friends who she used to, you know, go have lunch with, and none of them want to see her anymore. So... You know, this is how these things happen. Now this woman is alone at home and is, you know, completely socially isolated. And that Mm -hmm. will probably end up killing her because every study they do about longevity, this is Mm -hmm. something my mother is studying right now and she's told me a lot about, people who, social interaction is what makes you live longer. A smoker Mm -hmm. and a drinker who has lots of friends and is very social will live to be 95. The guy who is alone in his home will die early. It's been proven. So, um, it's just... Guess I gotta go...
0: Drink and smoke now, I guess, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, ideally I'm you do
1: exercise and you have friends, but social yeah. interaction is what humans thrive on. And when you take that away from them, it's not, it's just a matter of time.
0: Mm. That's, that's a, it's an interesting point. And I mean, like for that case, like, you know, she isn't necessarily wrong to not want to go through that, you know, the, the procedure, but, uh, and her friends at the time, they weren't wrong for being scared. So it's hard to like, you know, I think that we just kind of, kind of look at forgiveness as an option, and we right. should, you know, she should be able to forgive them or they should be able to forgive her. Well, I've and noticed that in some our world sort of today, honest, there's uh,
1: there, nobody, everybody doubles down. I don't know if you've noticed yeah. that, but I've noticed recently nobody takes out a, a slice of humble pie. And, mm-hmm. and just, you know, says, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm Let's wrong. Let's move on. You know? Everybody doubles down. We're, we live in yeah. a world where everybody doubles down, even when they're wrong. It's just, you see it in parking lots, you see it on social media, you see it yeah. between friends. Nobody wants the humble pie. Everybody's doubling mm-hmm. down on everything all the time. Because it doesn't
0: it looks it looks bad people think it's gonna look bad to look bad you know what i mean right it takes a certain amount of courage to come out and say i was wrong you know that i shouldn't have said that or you know i shouldn't have
1: acted that way exactly we're kind of living in a society uh, even if you're not fully to blame for the thing maybe the other person should apologize too but you know they won't and do you really want to live with this and and have this bother you and have have it be a thorn in your back just you know, say you're sorry and move on. Who cares? You know at the yeah. end of the day who's right, but nobody's willing to do that. It's all double down, double down.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Everyone is, like you said, wants to be right, and that's on the political level but it's also the same thing on an individual level no one wants to take the risk of being wrong or potentially coming out and um, you know trying to communicate because we're not communicating neither party is communicating and that's why you see record highs of divorce and people uh, going on tinder and uh, there's no sort of uh, no one wants to have relationships anymore it's all about like hookup culture it's because people are so tied up into themselves it's no longer about the community why do you Need a community. If you could just go on online and play games, and you know, you don't have to go outside and meet people. That's why people like you know that are at the fire station or whatever. You know, the firefighters, whatever. They have kind of that sense of community. But more and more, as internet starts getting more advanced, it's we have to find a way to secure that and not to lose that because otherwise, we're all going to be in our own heads, at war, at each other's throats. You know,
1: and looking for happiness instead of through other people and through community and through serving others we look through and through responsibility we look for happiness from within we think yeah. that lying in our bed on our phone you know living our true self somehow we're going to discover happiness and it it doesn't really work that way mm-hmm. what do you um, mean but, this... sorry what's that my... what do you mean discovering our true self just well, I think there's this idea in the world today that that
0: hold up. Did anyone say Stream Studio? Did you hear that?
1: I, I think I did. Stream
0: Studio. Stream Studio. What is Stream Studio?
1: I don't know, Cheyenne. But I, I don't have time to talk about it. I need to create a media company, but I only have one minute. Oh, I think you can use Stream Studio. Stream Studio, but I need to make a media company, and I only have one minute. Well, guess what? You can do that just by going on stream.studio.
0: If you have an email, you could put that in. Bada bing, bada boom, you'll get a code. And then as easy as that, you can make your own media company with content like that in less than a minute.
1: Wow, Cheyenne. I just did it while you were explaining that. It's amazing.
0: There you go. There you go. It's easy as that. All you have to do is go on stream.studio. Stream is the best way to get big nowadays. I've never seen anything bigger. Twitch, forget it. YouTube, forget it. Stream, I like it. Go live anywhere from anywhere
1: today. That you can, if you live your true self, if you find out who you really are and you live mm-hmm. your tr- authentic true self that that you're, that that's where you're going to find happiness. And Mm -hmm. maybe that's true for some people. And I, I'm, and I, and I, you know, I want everybody to live the way that they want to live. It's not a, I'm not indicting those people. But what I'm saying is that I, I think that the way that I've found happiness in my life is mostly through doing work is through doing work, serving the people around me, spending time with friends and family Um, serving those people, giving rather than receiving, that's usually where I find the most sense of joy and accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I I don't find it from, you know, Mm -hmm. going on TikTok, following some weird person and being like, oh, that's who I'm going to be now. And that's my authentic self. And that's how I'm going to find happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but why don't you go into your, your, your your thing that I cut you off from earlier?
0: What did you cut me off on?
1: You were going to do a list of, of presidents or something. Oh, right. <laughs> We're kind
0: of far off that, but let's go. OK, sure. So, yeah, I mean, you mentioned earlier about Hunter Biden, uh Trump saying, where's Hunter? Um, there's a list of things that previous presidents have done. And I mean, maybe you can argue that, listen, he they didn't actually break the law because, you know, they didn't break the law. But let's just talk about some things that might not be morally correct that previous presidents have done compared to paying off a porn star let's just say so hillary clinton and obama this is kind of i would say maybe on the same level as uh uh the trump thing apparently they misappropriated election funds in the past presidents and their wars where millions died the past presidents before trump uh bush obama um the other bush they 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 had a lot of wars they had iraq they had afghanistan you know yemen libya syria and millions of civilians died in this war i mean maybe hundreds of thousands of civilians but millions of people died in these wars and uh you know you can argue that a lot of these wars weren't just they were war crimes they were motivated for financial gain it wasn't motivated to free people of a certain country it was because of oil or because of um different issues there and you know chinese espionage we, we there's a bunch of stuff about joe biden and the big guy that give 10 percent to the big guy um that we don't know about and when i say give 10 to the big guy i mean uh, there's uh stuff that in hunter biden's laptop that talks about the dealings that happened in China, and apparently there's uh, all these uh, mysterious uh, texts that were being sent back and forth where it was said, give 10% to the big guy, and people believe that it's Joe Biden. So no one's investigating that. You know, it wasn't like a Russia hoax thing. There's actually merit to it. The Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, he's doing all these drugs. He's using uh, Obama's credit card. Supposedly he's using whose money is that? How is he spending all that money? Uh, Is that taxpayers dollars where he's going, you know, going around on that free ride um, in uh, Malibu? We all know how much Malibu is. It's it's expensive. I think his rent was around twenty thousand dollars a month, something like that. Crazy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those are just some things that come to my head. So, I don't know. If you have any thoughts, we can talk about that and then move on to the
1: BC-11. No, let's move to C-11. I don't have anything to add.
0: Okay. All right. Well, anyways, we're talking about censorship. We're talking about, uh, you know, control that the government is slowly having more and more um, in certain areas. I mean, you know, you're from Florida, so you're a little more protected. But here in Canada, we're actually – There's uh, some some trouble looming. Um, Basically, there's this bill called Bill C-11. Let me look up exactly what it's called, Bill C-11. It's called Copyright Modernization Act, I think. That's what it, is that what it is? Anyways, but let me explain it to you. So basically this bill is that the Canadian government wants to make YouTube and internet more patriotic, basically that's what they say because you know we're watching too many foreign videos and what we should actually be watching is canadian videos but if the canadian videos here's the catch it's what the government gets to set the standards about what's good or bad so they get to decide what is a canadian video so Essentially, it's going to be a lot harder for us to get information um, that we want, you know, videos that we normally watch on YouTube or Instagram or the internet, content creators from other countries, because they want to prioritize Canadian content. And um, this is a sort of regulation that they want to put on, and they can deprioritize videos that they don't see fit. And, you know, they can tell YouTube, big tech, that look, We don't want this guy to, you know, let's say, for example, Russell Brand or Tucker Carlson, someone like that. They say, we don't want this guy to be like so up on the page. Put him down. You know what I mean? So it's going to all be within the algorithm. I don't know necessarily if those videos are going to be censored, but it's just going to be a lot harder to find them. So it will define Internet Internet content as subject to the uh, crtc so what is the crtc it's the canadian radio television and telecommunications commission so we've had them come in before uh, and regulate content from uh, abroad because like they want to promote the cbc which is what we pay for a billion dollars we pay every year to the cbc which is a state funded um news network and they make content and they want everything to basically be just like that the cbc people are pissed because this is people think it's going to be like lead to censorship and youtube's against it they came out and made a video and uh, the surprising right big tech is against this margaret atwood is against this and she's the one who made that show what's that show in the book it's uh you know the one that's they there it's like a dystopian show it's on the tip of my tongue you know what oh, i'm talking yeah, about yeah 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 the woman um, loved the show yeah yeah yeah
1: she mrs made... little Ma- handmaid's handmaid's tail yep.
0: she's a leftist but she thinks this is terrible so you know there's a few people that are actually against this because the bloc quebecois the NP- uh NDPs, which i call the npcs <laughs> and uh, the liberals they all want to have this bill, and the only people that are fighting this is the conservatives. Polyev. and uh, there's they they're bringing up a petition for people to sign to stop it. And I don't know what's going to happen. The bill apparently has been pa- passed. They're going to bring it to the Senate, and the Senate hopefully is going to either you know f- uh, fully pass it or not. So I don't know. I, what are your thoughts on this? If I explained it. Well,
1: Well, it sounds like the government, this this uh, CRT, whatever, this Canadian regulatory board is going to have the ability to um, shadow ban or promote uh, certain types of content, Mm -hmm. um, depending on whether it's Canadian. But again, you know, who sets that standard? Um, Is it going to be all Canadian content or is it going to be only some Canadian content that they that they like, that they approve? you know Mm -hmm. um so i guess it's it's dangerous you know there there should be no there should be no overarching governing body that's regulating this type of you know content where when it comes out where it comes out that sort of thing unless it's obscene and that's the law in the united states right so child porn um is allowed to be banned um obscene videos are allowed to be banned people getting their heads chopped off that sort of thing but you know, simply people talking, sharing political opinions, having discussions, um, just because the government doesn't like them or doesn't think that they're Canadian enough, I, I don't think that that should be allowed.
0: 100%. And it's it's like, sure, I care about Canadian content creators, but let it be like merit-based. If the Canadian content creators are good, you know, I'm a, I'm a Canadian, I'm a content creator. Like if my stuff is good, let it, you know, uh, take off on its own merit. Not, you know, force people to... um not get access to certain other content creators because, right. you know, our content's not good enough, you know? Right. That's exactly with the production. Have you seen a Canadian TV show? Like, you know, there's very few that are actually good. Trailer right. Park Boys is good. Um Corner Gas was okay, you know? It wasn't great. Kim's and Convenience. I mean, Kim's Convenience, but it's boring. <laughs> when you watch it, there's just a feeling of like, Ugh! you know, there's no entertainment. <laughs> Have you ever watched that show, Kim Convenience?
1: No, I haven't. I don't know what it plays on CBC right yeah
0: yeah, yeah so it's i don't know good... what
1: they're allowed to joke about in that show probably not much you know
0: yeah it's like uh it, it's it, there's no taste to it there's no yeah. flagrance, you know right so yeah i don't know man it's uh it is censorship in a, a sort of way it feels like when the fbi was telling um twitter not to you know promote right-wing voices or they're censoring right-wing voices i feel like that's the same thing is going to happen with uh, the crtc because who who who's in the crtc who gives them power in the crtc the liberal party does so what's what what also is
1: dangerous is whenever you give government these types of powers maybe not now but someday they end up sort of taking advantage of them You know, Um, and you think about that when it came in the United States, the vaccine mandate. So vaccine mandates were unconstitutional. But the way the Biden administration did it is they did it through OSHA. OSHA is a regulatory regulatory board that um, protects people in the workplace. So OSHA is the one that comes by on a construction site and says, hey, Mm. you're not wearing your hat. You're not wearing your boots. This site is shut down. That's OSHA. They have a lot of um, they're in charge. They can shut down a construction site if they think it's dangerous. And Mm -hmm. they were created, you know, in the early 1900s because it was really dangerous. People didn't give a a shit about construction workers. They would send them down in a hole and then the hole would collapse or they would have them scaffolding with no harness and they would fall off buildings. And so there's a good reason why they created that. But then Mm -hmm. what happens later on, the Biden administration passes this vaccine mandate and they do it through OSHA. They say... If somebody comes to work and they're not vaccinated, that is making for a dangerous work environment. And therefore, we can shut it down and we can stop them from coming to work. So, you know, it's not exactly an apples to apples comparison. But when you give government this ability, you know, today they're taking down content because it's not Canadian enough. But tomorrow they might be taking down content through that law, through those levers of power. Even though that's not really the reason why it was taken down, maybe it was from a Canadian content uh, provider, but you know he didn't say the right thing on this issue and therefore you know with this power we're able to shut down that post right so that's that's what's 100%. dangerous
0: and it's not like uh american content is like prioritized over canadian content in the sense of the algorithm it's more what's more entertaining what's more you yeah know, what do cool.
1: what do people want to watch yeah and and yeah, let them watch what they want to watch and if you make a canadian show that's really funny that's really good and cool and people Trailer like Park it boys yeah people will it'll become a big hit people will watch it you, yeah it's this idea of like artificially inflating certain things it's not uh it's not the way that things should be. You should just let things go in the free market and things will sort of work themselves out. I I totally agree. And
0: to you have to think about who gains more from this. Is it us the people? Is me? Is it if this bill passes is am I going to gain more by seeing only Canadian content or is the government going to gain more by making us see the content that they we want they want us to see. You right. know what I mean? Right. So if, if, you know, for example, it kind of ties in with the TikTok ban. Um, the TikTok ban, you know, a lot of people are against it. Even Senator Rand Paul. Um, I t- I'm going to talk about it next week with uh, Jake that I recorded yesterday. But Senator Rand Paul is a Republican. And you'd you think that, oh, you know, just because he's a Republican, he doesn't like the CCP and he thinks it's a bad thing. But interestingly enough, he thinks it's a form of censorship because. For example, if you go on Instagram and you look up the protests in France, you'll get jack shit. But if you go on TikTok, you'll see what's going on. So TikTok, you know, they it's you could say, yeah, maybe it is ran by the CCP or they have people in there, but they don't have allegiance to any other government. You know, you know what I mean. So they're right. not gonna try to censor things that are happening in the West. If anything, they want to show you that the West is falling apart. Right. So that's good. It's good because I get to see. Different perspectives of things. I'm not just getting the mainstream media's perspective. And sure, maybe they are promoting content that's not as um, educational as they are in China. For example, China's TikTok. The people, they only get educational stuff, and it's like promotes math, engineering, whatever. Here, it's all like degeneracy, like f- some girl farting or you know, an animal doing this. You know what I mean? It's, but it's funny. First of all, it's funny. We enjoy the degeneracy. We are a degenerate culture. And secondly, you don't have to watch that if that's not your algorithm. You know, right. your algorithm could be anything you want it to be. So <laughs> this whole argument about you know my son uh, committed suicide because of TikTok, I feel bad for that person who went up on stage uh, on in Congress and testified, but. There was something within your son already that TikTok kind of just like a parasite took advantage of. You know what right. I mean? And, so and I TikTok, don't know that
1: it's TikTok's fault that your son was yeah. spending four hours a day watching it. Maybe, you know, it's you your as, job the as parent a parent could have stepped in yeah. at some point and, and regulated that a little bit too. The, the other issue that Rand Paul brings up is that he claims that this is unconstitutional, which I believe it is. I don't think the government is allowed to pass a law about one specific company. You can pass a law and say, hey, this type of behavior is illegal, but I don't think you can come out as the government and say, hey, this company is banned. I don't think that the government is allowed to do that. And again, this all comes back to this idea of growing the government gun. You know, Mm -hmm. the government, think of the government as a big gun, because that's what it is. At the end of the day, the government, any law that they have is enforceable by death, right? If you break this law, the police will come and arrest you. If you try to get Mm -hmm. away, they will tackle you. If you fight back against them hard enough, they will kill you, right? So all Mm -hmm. laws are enforced by the power of a gun. And when you do this type of stuff, you're growing the government gun. You're making that gun bigger and bigger and bigger. This Bill C-11, whatever, it's growing the power of the government gun, making certain types of speech illegal, suppressing certain types of things, right? You're growing this gun. And you might be okay with that today, NDP, Liberal Party, Bloc Québécois, whoever is voting for this, but maybe when other people are in charge, you won't be okay with it. What happens when the conservatives are in power and you're trying to share liberal things about climate change, and somehow Aaron O'Toole decides that he's going to ban it because he doesn't like what it's doing to farmers in Saskatoon. You know, mm-hmm. you're not always going to like the who is in charge. And when you've given them this giant gun, well, now they have the ability to rain down on you with their power that you've given them because you liked who was in charge before. It's this idea, the same thing where, you know, they should have they shot all the January Six people. They should have mowed them down and they should have rounded them all up. And it's like, okay, well... Does that go for any protest or just the people that you don't like? And who's going to decide which protests are okay and which ones are bad?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it, you know, just on a less extreme example, like the government of gun is is a very good example, but it's also. Um, making the population more immature, more childish more more making the government more of a parent with right. a whip, I guess you can say a belt and you know the more power you give to the government, the more i guess reliant the the society becomes on the government the more right. we can 't we 're less of an adult the more power we give exactly it 's the same rely idea with on them the, for the misinformation thing you know hundred percent.
1: You can't can't be the one, you can't be an adult and and listen to information that might not be true and decide whether it's true or not. The government needs to ban that information because you can't see it. Because if you see it, then you might think that and think this. And we need to protect you from it. So we're going to ban it before it even touches your eyes. You know, like that idea, are people not adults anymore at all? Does the government have to protect them from every single thing and everything that they might hear? Just to add on to that, it's like, you know,
0: there's a lot of people, you know, when they're younger, they they like communism. They like this and that. And part of it is because they don't want to work. And when you don't want to work, my friend, the 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 result is you become a child. You become someone is paying your bills. And if that someone is the government, then guess what? You're going to be they're going to have more say on your life. So if you really want freedom not to work and stuff, you're going to become more of a slave. You know what I mean? Right, you're not going well, to become more free from that. That's
1: what they say. With, with power comes responsibility, right? So when you, yeah. you're giving up that power, you're you know you're, you're giving up the responsibility. You don't want to be responsible for taking care of yourself, for going to work and earning a living. Well, you're going to give up that power as well with it.
0: For sure, for sure, because you are no longer the person who's in charge of your life. It's the government that's in charge of your life. You know, right, they get right. to decide your allowance. They get to decide where you get to live. You know what I mean? It, the right. list could go on with the amount of power you give to them. And it takes, it it's takes not impossible, way. folks. It's not impossible. We've seen it happen in China and Russia and Cuba, all these countries. You know, it it depends on what the label was, it, it was whether it was morality, uh, communism, Islam, they do this. People, human beings will take advantage of the power you give them right. and they'll do whatever is in the best interest of themselves, not you, your family. It'll only be what's in the best interest of themselves. And, and,
1: this, and this idea, what you're talking about here is as old as the ground we stand on, right? Humans have done this. If you pick a history book from any period of time, 5,000 mm-hmm. years ago, 500 years ago, 50 years ago, Right. This happens over and over and over and over and over again. And this idea that what now we're, we're, it's because it's 2015. Now we're living in the future and that doesn't happen anymore. Humans aren't greedy anymore. Humans don't try to take advantage of each other anymore. Of course yeah. they still do. You know, we're not past that at all. Not, not of any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and back to that agency point, like you see that in Canada with, um, with hospitals you know, you go to the hospital because you have a kidney stone and you have to sit in a, in a bed in the middle of a hallway or in a chair in a hallway for five hours. And the idea is kind of like, well, it's free. So, you know, shut your mouth and say thank you. Don't don't complain because it's free, hmm. you know, even though it's, it's not free. But that's kind of the idea. Right. So as you give up the responsibility, you kind of have to just take what you're given and, and say thank you because you'd have no other choice. You have no market power.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, I, I, the hospital issue, it's like something that I'm, I'm kind of back and forth on when I think about it, because a lot of people want, you know, the United States, sometimes it's like you're left on your own, you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, part of it is you have to make the money to be taken care of, um, by, you know, by having an insurance plan like you have and stuff. But, right. you know, some people say, I can't even, I can't do that because I, I don't make enough. I don't, I can't pay for my dental. It's either one or the other. So it's, it's nice that you don't have to worry as much about that in Canada because there is that safety net. You know what I mean? I,
1: I agree with that. And the problem comes in when, when it's people who can't work because in the yeah. United States, an incentive to work... Or don't make enough. is to Well, an incentive to work is to get health insurance benefits, right, from your employer. More yeah. and more company, I mean, Starbucks, even the big ones, Amazon, McDonald's, they, they offer the benefits, right, the health insurance coverage. Um, and, and so that's an incentive for people to work, but... You know, not everybody can work, and that's where, you know, it becomes a problem for the person who can't get a job, who ends up without health insurance. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course, we don't want to see anybody, you know, left on their own. Um, but that incentive is, is somewhat good.
0: It is good. It is good. It's just, um, I don't know, it, it, it's 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 a touchy issue because, you know, uh, I, I mean, I myself through the hospital. Sometimes I've had it good with, um, surgery and stuff when I was younger. And yeah. Then, once you're in,
1: once, you're, once you're in, that's what I always say. Once, once you're, you're in, in the hospital, they'll take care of you. You'll get very yeah. good care. It's but hard that's not to say in. I
0: had terrible experiences. I, I, I didn't have to ter- like the last time I got a kidney stone, it was imp- like I, the guy, the urologist was telling me to just drink more water and eat less meat. And, you know, he's showing me with his hand. He's like, this is how much meat you have to eat. He's showing me with his hand, like uh, like less than your palm. Right. And, and I'm like, look, I like eating meat. <laughs> I'm not going to stop eating meat because you want this to go away by itself. This is like inside me. I have to do something about it. And, you know, this was during COVID too. So they were not letting anyone in the hospital unless it was very, very serious. So I, I had to take matters in my own hands. And go private. And I know it, I had the same doctor as your dad, Dr. Jacobson. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, they got it done. They got it done smoothly. But the fact that I had to pay out of pocket and do that within this own country shows you that something is broken, you know? It's yeah. nice to have the system if it works, if they let you in, like you said, you know? Right. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's basically it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's tough. I, I was getting my hair cut the other day. Um, the lady who cuts my hair, she's a Cuban woman named Christina, and um, she was complaining. She says that when Cubans arrive here from Cuba, the government gives them Medicare Medicaid, which is um, government health care, um, and gives them a cell phone and she mm-hmm. said when i got here they didn't give me anything and i had to go to work and i had to work for it and she mm-hmm. says these people they come here they give them medicare they give them a cell phone and they don't work and if they do work they work for cash they work under the table and mm-hmm. meanwhile you know i work here and my hair cut i try i pay taxes i try taking care of my mother and you know i see i see the way that these people are doing it so you know they're it's interesting even this woman who you know makes almost minimum wage cutting hair Um, who's taking care of her mother, she said that she was voting Republican because she couldn't believe everything that they were giving to these people. And she said that they're spending so much money. And she's worried that Medicare, Medicaid, which is what... Um, her her mother is covered under for to pay for her old people's home and everything. She says that she's worried that that's going to be bankrupt soon because of uh, everything they're paying for. She's like, you know, now they're giving free college to these people and Medicare is already bankrupt, which it is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that that's a fair point. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, whether they're going to raise taxes or whether they're going to make cuts. But there are serious problems looming. And I worry that all of these things, just to wrap up here, all of these things, you know, the Trump indictment, and, you know, this the drag time story hour. These are all sort of distractions um, that stop us from making any real progress with yes. um, with the real issues that are affecting working class and middle class people, you know. And, and I, mm-hmm. I, I can't help but feel sometimes that, you know, we look at what have we accomplished over the last 10 years. Go watch mm. a, a campaign speech from 2008. And, you know, when Obama was running and watch one from 2024, and they're saying the exact same thing. They're promising the exact same things. We have yet to make any progress on anything because, you know, distraction after distraction comes up just to keep us busy um, Mm -hmm. and to keep us riled up. And meanwhile, you know, rich keep getting richer and society doesn't really seem to change or improve for the better so well, that's
0: a part of that's basically what klaus schwab outlined was going to happen in the next few years which we're living in right now right because the great reset in his you know the world economic forum is saying it's supposed to happen in 2030 which is going to be in six years now i mean uh seven years so they said there's going to be years of turbulence people are going to be more divided it's going to be very angry that's what he said and um in order for the Great Reset to happen, you know, and the 2030 uh, UN sustainability agenda, which is all related to climate change, to happen, this was going to be the course. You know what I mean? So this was all well calculated. Um, the advisor to Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harati, I think his name is, mm-hmm. um, he's the guy who wrote Sapiens. And, mm. what's, and it's like sad because I see it. I see it. I see exactly, you know, the calculation that they say. You've all said that there's going to be a class of people called useless eaters. What does that mean? (laughs) It means he's regarding human beings as useless eaters whose only purpose is going to be to consume video games, drugs, porn, whatever it is. And these people, don't worry. We're going to take care of them. But they're going to be useless eaters. So this whole thing we're talking about the government getting more power, becoming the parent. This is all tied into this agenda. And what is the purpose
1: of the useless eaters in their – plan <laughs> nothing i don't even know i,
0: I don't know i'm not going to say you know they're they, you know they're trying to depopulate or whatever or, but this if they're regarding people as useless eaters it's like these people aren't going to be employed they're not going to be uh, giving anything to society they're just there you know what i right. mean and, and especially that's, that's with
1: more and more people these days you meet them and you know maybe they went to college but they studied some stupid major they <laughs> don't they speak one language they don't know anything they don't they're not skilled at anything they don't know how to do anything they don't have any you know expertise in any area they haven't read any books that you know what i mean there, there's more and more people that fall into that category well well, yeah. well how do you spend your time what do you do well i i play video games or i watch this show or i yeah. you know i eat i order uber eats you know <laughs> I mean, it's- but
0: you, and and look and i'm not gonna shit on those people because it's the, the way it's designed right now, it's so easy to get into that trap. Right. It happens to me. It happens to you. It happens to the best of us. We'll, we'll watch you know, two, three seasons of The Sopranos and realize, what have I been doing with my time? <laughs> <Right>. I've been <laughs> misallocating it. This fat fuck Tony Soprano from 2004 is dead already. You know, yeah. who cares? Exactly. You know what I mean? And right. that is we're living this prophecy, which is the useless eater's prophecy by this dickhead from Israel who knows what he's talking about because he's smart and stuff, but doesn't have the best intentions for humanity. It's only it serves to, to, you know, appease the elite. Yeah. So it, you have to ask yourself as a liberal, as a conservative, are we doing this this day-to-day, you know, at each other's throats for to progress society or is it to just give a better world, give a better stage for the elite and so we're all a slave class, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah, that's all I have to say.
1: Well, I mean, if I could just wrap it up with one point, I would tell people that my advice, what I've learned in the last couple of years, um, you know, because like you said, we're all susceptible to, you know, sitting on the couch, watching TV, eating food. That is, that is going to be constant throughout your life. There is always going to be a force pulling you to sit down and relax. And this is something that this guy went on Joe Rogan. He wrote a book called The War on Art. Did you Did you read that book? um or hear I about it the or book, watch but the i show. never read it yeah, he, yeah so he, his name he, is yeah. Stephen pressfield right so he calls it resistance right this mm-hmm. you know you have all these ideas you have all these things you want to do you have all these projects you have all these plans i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna start this and next week and tomorrow and everything but this resistance this force dragging you to s- lay down go to bed lie on the couch Go watch porn, go do, you know you're always going to have that, but the truth that I 've learned about life is that that's always going to be there, and you're always going to need to fight it and you know we're all chasing this dream that we 're going to be rich and we 're not going to have to work and we 're going to lay on a beach. but the truth is is look at people who do that they they get addicted to drugs and like hunter Biden and, and they, 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 they they turn rotten, right The people that are successful are still fighting that resistance and are still inflicting every some day. pain on their self every day. They're still going to the gym. They're working out. They're trying to learn more, read more, right? You have to have that yin and the yang. You have to have that balance so that you can actually appreciate the good things that you might get later on in your life. So don't think that that's ever gonna go away. You're always gonna have mm-hmm. to fight it. And the people that are trying to sell you on stuff are going to try to get you to give in to that. You know, mm-hmm. like to just Through relax, the resistance. just take a load off, like give, give in to the resistance, buy my book. You know what, Don't you don't need to go out and work out and exercise, buy my my ebook on how to get fit and, and mm-hmm. buy it while you're sitting on your ass and put your credit card number in, you know? Uh, don't, I mean, don't. and if th- you do buy that book, just like you know, take it and then apply whatever you learned. You know what I mean? It's not like
0: a, uh, there's a million. Right, stuff but people like won't that.
1: do that. They'll just be on to the next thing, buying the next thing, right? So, yeah. but yeah, my advice would be to to don't run away from the work because you'll never avoid it. Run towards it. Find something that you don't you know necessarily mind doing, but you're not going to get away from the work. You know, if you're trying mm-hmm. to do that, it's a bat. It's a recipe for disaster. You have to run towards it. Um, and you have to do work every day so that when you do get those times where you're out on the yacht, you're enjoying yourself in the water. You for really sure. appreciate them. You really enjoy them
0: for sure. And you want to feel like, look, I mean, look, people like to watch TV shows. People like to watch, uh, play video games. It's okay. We're all like that. You know, when GTA right. six comes out, I think everyone's going to buy it. I'm going to slam um, it. We're going to slam it, but it's okay. As long as you are not getting sucked into it as long, because these things are a form of addiction and right. the, you know what I mean it's like opening Pandora's box you right. can't get sucked into it you have to be able to be the parent of yourself you have to be your own parent because right. mommy and daddy you know they're only in your life so long as they live so right. you you have to learn those skills and be able to parent yourself otherwise you're going to be a child and you're going to be lost and when you're lost and a child you're going to need a parent and who's going to be that parent the government someone else you know what i mean right. there's always going to be that right. you know otherwise you'll end up on the street and uh you'll have no you'll have nothing
1: you know right right so, all right John. well thank you i think it's been a good show thanks for having me i always like to come on when you're discussing uh american politics that's my specialty so Thank you. Um, yes. if we get any You're more developments advisor. in the case I'll 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 come back on if you'll have me.
0: Awesome, sounds good.